Hi everyone, SBJ here, and uh, just wanted to drop in and say hello. How are you? This is our Christmas, well, I guess Christmas episode, only because it is coming out on Christmas. But uh, I just wanted to say a couple things before we start this episode. I'll try to keep it really short. Uh, I'm recording this actually right before I, I edit the episode, so it's like 3 a.m. here, but I wanted to put this little uh, intro in before the episode. So uh, I just wanted to say hello to everyone, and I just wanted to say thank you to everyone for for listening <laughs> for 2017, and I guess uh, years before that. Uh, if you're a new listener, then uh, thank you. And if you're an old listener, then of course, thank you as well. And I just wanted to give a big thank you to the Patreon backers who support uh, It's Super Effective and everything else I've been doing. And of course, I also want to thank the Twitch supporters who hang out. Uh, and because of you guys, because of Patreon, because of Twitch and everything, uh, I wouldn't have been able to pay the bills without your guys' support for the past two months. Obviously, uh, this has been my full-time job, even though... Uh, even though I, I, I guess it's not really a job. I, I, I'm making it a job, I suppose, because I'm, I'm doing so much with it. So I just wanted to just give a big thank you to everyone. Because really, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without your guys' support. And I want you to know that that's like something I think about every single day. And, and it's something that doesn't go unforgotten. Uh, wait, doesn't go forgotten about something. You, you guys know I mess up words. Uh, but you, you know what I mean. Like, I don't forget about it. Uh, it's something that's on my mind every day. I, like I said, I wouldn't be able to do this without your guys' support, and it really just means the world to me. And I guess if you if you don't support, uh, it's super effective, uh, and you want to support us, you can go over to ise.cash uh, or just Patreon.com/slash it's super effective. But I made ise.cash because it's easier to remember than Patreon.com/slash very long domain ise at super effective dot cash uh you can go over there and support us for like two dollars a month you can join the slack community uh which is really great uh or you can you you can do other stuff that also supports by listening to the show this is also supporting us and i'm really grateful for everyone who listens uh the other thing you can do is i, I twitch stream pretty much every single day so if that's something you're also interested in you can jump over to twitch.tv slash pkmncast or pkmn.live i have all these weird domain names i guess dot live dot cash uh you can jump over to twitch hang out i've been doing a lot of shiny hunting recently uh, and then after that's uh done i'm going to be trying to complete the whole alolan pokedex so that's kind of the next goal and obviously you guys know i'm into monster hunter so when monster hunter world comes out early next year i'm going to be doing that and i do want to say that you're supporting me again thank you uh i want you to feel really good about your support i want you to feel like you're getting your money's worth feel like you're you're that i'm not just taking your money and not doing anything with it so if you have any questions or comments or concerns of course you can always reach out to me on slack or on twitter or via my email my i send my email every show it's sbj at pkmncast.com you can also dm me on, uh, on twitter i try to be extremely responsive at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter, at Dragging a Lake on Twitter. If you want to do my personal Twitter, both DMs are open, so you can freely DM me. You can always DM me on Slack if you're in Slack or anything like that. So, uh, you know, I just, again, just wanted to take a couple seconds and say, and this has been like four minutes now, I just wanted to take some time and say thank you. Have a good holiday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. Thank you for hanging out in Twitch. Thank you for listening to the podcast. There's a bunch of stuff coming next year. There will be more Alola Vacation episodes for our gold backers, which is the exclusive 
uh, anime podcast that Irene and I do. We watched. We actually just watched some anime uh, just a couple hours ago. So we're we're planning more episodes for that. I know it's been a little sparse with uh, all the traveling that we've been doing. Uh, there will be some more Twitch streaming, of course. Uh, I keep on increasing my Twitch schedule to do more and more streaming. There will be more community nights, like movie nights and everything coming. There will be more YouTube videos. And, of course, there will be more podcasts. Uh, besides, you know, every Monday Monday episode, there will be more stuff coming. So uh, a lot of stuff planned for 2018. Uh, I want to keep on growing the show. You guys have been awesome with helping grow the show. Uh, and uh, now it's time to get on to the podcast. So just to let you know that this was recorded live on Twitch. Uh, just like every live podcast that we do on Twitch, I make sure that uh, we ignore chat. And we have really awesome moderators that uh, help with that and make that happen and make chat still feel like they're communicating and, and proper and, and feeling like they, they have a voice. Uh, but for my perspective, I want to make sure that when you guys listen to the podcast and you didn't see any video, that it does still sound like a normal podcast and it's something that's enjoyable and you don't feel left out because you weren't seeing video. So I think we've achieved that again this time. So hopefully you enjoy this episode. If it doesn't sound as good, uh, I'm, I apologize, but uh, I, I think, uh, well, I mean, we recorded it just like we normally would. It was just live. So hopefully it sounds uh, and feels like a normal episode. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you have a great holiday. And again, uh, thank you guys, everyone. I, I truly, truly appreciate it. I don't know how many times I can say it. I don't know how many different ways I can say it. I just generally just thank you and uh, enjoy this episode. up everyone welcome to the 293rd episode of the pokemon podcast it's super effective i'm your host sbj and with me today above me is will are you sure is this uh, okay uh i drove uh seven hours to be here today seven hours so i actually i was thinking about this ahead of time knowing that um al's gonna be here and i just wanted to make this um understandable for him uh, not in kilometers, but I drove the uh, comparable dif- distance from uh, Edinburgh to Gloucester. Gloucester. If that makes sense Gloucester. to you. Wait, that one that's yeah, you don't pronounce the U, but... Uh, well, whatever. I pronounce uh, the U. Al is you also here. Pronounce the U. I am. And today I drove one hour in the wrong direction and then one hour back to get here. Wait. <laughs> what? what? Why? <laughs> well, I was just, I was visiting my parents for the day and then came back. But why? But why did you drive in the wrong direction? Oh well, no, not the wrong direction, but the opposite direction to get to my house. Oh, it made sense in my head. Let's just let's just move on from that. Move on. He's trying all to right. be witty, just saying that he just drove to his parents' house. <laughs> I That's see. All. I understand. Uh huh. Okay. Mm hmm. Uh, Miss D is here. Not Misty. Hi. I am not Misty. Although Misty was my favorite character in the anime. Prize. Hi guys, I'm here. I drove to the grocery store today and forgot there was traffic, so I guess it's a driving day. Yeah, it's a driving day, a day of driving. It's all yeah, I the got. The things I'm you sorry. learn when you drive seven hours straight are basically 
There are horrible people in the world who will set their cruise control to one mile per hour below the speed limit and drive in the left-hand lane. That's me, but I don't drive in the left-hand lane because the left-hand lane, Will, is only for passing. It's for passing, correct. Yes. (laughs) And I only get in the left-hand lane when I pass. As do I. As is the proper way. But I tend to drive I get in the right-hand lane when I pass. (laughs) Well, you're in that odd other world. Uh, but I do tend to drive 10 to 15 miles over the speed limit, so. And here I thought I was being risky when sometimes I drive five over the speed limit. Oh, well. Depends where you are. Yeah, very much. Now that uh, traffic now the traffic alert's out of the way, let's just jump into some Pokemon news. First bit of news, we got some Pokemon Go news. First bit here is Pokemon Go adds AR Plus support exclusively for the iPhone 6S or later. A new update, this is off Bulbapedia, Bulba News, I should say. A new update for Pokemon Go brings the game version uh, up some numbers. This update adds AR Plus support on iOS, an enhanced version of augmented reality, as well as improved Pokemon Go Plus responsiveness for iOS 11. That's kind of been broken since iOS 11 has happened. When using AR Plus, Pokemon will appear in a fixed point in space, allowing players to approach them. With the Pokemon's scale changing appropriately, Pokemon have an awareness meter, which increases as the player gets closer to them, but will run away if the player gets too close. However, if a Pokemon flees, the player can try tapping on the tall grass nearby, which will may cause the Pokemon to reappear. If the player successful, successfully catches a Pokemon after getting close to it, they will earn the Expert Handler bonus which gives more XP and Stardust. Additionally, the player has a better chance of earning great and excellent throws when closer to a Pokemon. Magical. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. That's kind of what I was expecting from the first release of Pokemon Go. So uh, congrats, they finally got there. Is this only for iPhone users? Like, Yes. Do Android people not get this stuff? No, it's an API within ios so yeah i think google is working on something similar but it's not released yet so well um, tough luck if you don't have an iphone i mean i don't think that ar plus or this feature is uh good enough to like sell iphones but also no no one is buying an iphone for pokemon go but also i saw a lot of android people were very upset about this of course people are upset everyone's always upset when they don't get something that other people get. Yeah, when somebody else gets something like and I can't reasons. have it. Yeah, exactly. Also, Android people tend to like to just get upset. Oh, them's fighting words, Will. <laughs> I would argue that Pokemon Go makes, makes way more money on iOS, even though there are more Android phones out in the world. Well, everything generally does, because uh, people who use iOS generally, obviously... It's not the case for everyone, but generally have more disposable income. And so the trends they've seen is that with less people, iOS still makes more money. Yeah. It's the rich people's phone. Yeah. Rich people with disposable income spend on Pokemon Go. Uh, have any of you tried this yet? I tried it at my house and it does not work in like small spaces. I still don't play Pokemon Go. Nothing has changed since last week there. So no. I, I might try it here, down here in South Carolina. Well, when I walk Iris, because it's warmer here, so I can actually have my hands open in the outside. In the outside? 
Well, dude, are you walking around without gloves on? Uh, I have the fingerless gloves that you're just. Are you walking just, around at just all? Just your tips. Or do you just drive to Pokemon Go spots, hop out of your car, catch that Pokemon, jump back in your car as quickly as possible? That's pretty much what I do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I will actually actually doing actual walking and I have like Swampland and stuff to walk through. So Swampland. We'll uh, okay, all right. The name of the street my mom lives on is literally Swamp. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Wait, like sw- Swamp Street? Swamp Lane? Swamp Swamp Place? Something similar to that, yes. Swamp Boulevard? Do you, do you know that Venus flytraps are like native to North and South Carolina because it's so swampy? No. You know, now that's your fact of the day. Mm. Is it swamps they like? I thought it was just flies they liked. Uh, they like to eat the flies that live in the swamp. Uh, I guess that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> One more bit of Pokemon Go news here. Pokemon Go holiday events add new Pokemon and daily gifts. This is off Polygon. From December 21st to January 1st, January 4th, players can look forward to discounts and giveaways as well as new Pokemon from the Hoenn region. Uh, Santa Hat Pikachu will also be reoccurring over the course of the event with the, with the appearance of more ice type Pokemon throughout the game. That includes the debut of Delibird. One of the Pokemon from the second generation game not to be obtainable in Pokemon Go. Early leaks suggest that it will finally be available to coincide with the holidays. This is true. I've caught in four of them so far. They're not terribly difficult to find. Some of the new Pokemon from Hoenn include Sharpedo, Snowrunt, Love Disc, as well as uh, Melodic has Milotic. I'm sorry, let me say it right. Milotic. Uh, and the legendary Pokemon Kyogre has been teased in the new artwork for the event. From December 22nd to December 25th, players will also receive an egg incubator from the first Pokestop they visit each day. I did not know that that was a thing, actually. Uh, okay, Wait, that's cool. Yeah, do you and not I have... get the push notifications on your phone? I do. Pokemon Go? Because they've been pushing that real hard. The incubator? Yeah. I could have gotten like three free incubators. Well, it well it's on only since yesterday. But I have a little complaint about this, right? So from what I can tell, it started at my time, 9 p.m. last night. Okay? And the problem there is that I was already in my house, ready to go to bed at 9pm. I'm not going out to get one, right? So I've essentially missed one, because that's one 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 day. That's really annoying. That's all. Uh, I think I missed... Yeah, so it started yesterday, right? Yeah. Okay, so I missed well, one It was so 9 far, but I can get one today. Time. That would be 4pm, 3pm your time. Yeah, okay. I didn't know, yeah. I guess I missed that bit of news. You will also get discounts on Super Incubators, Lure Modules, and a new item called Star Pieces, which increases the amount of Stardust... When collecting and catching Pokemon for a half hour, it is like a lure module, but for Stardust. After December 25th until January 4th, there will be additional discounts available in the game store. Oh, and in addition, lure, model, lure, lure modules will be extended to last six hours instead of 30 minutes. So I got really aggravated because one of those push notifications said something about increasing the amount of storage you have. But... For some reason, my brain rewired that to say that I was going to get more storage in Pokemon Bank, which I really, really desperately (laughs) need. And then I got really disappointed when I found out it was more storage in Pokemon Go, which I do not need at all. Wait, you have three, what, is is it 3,000 Pokemon that Pokemon Bank holds? Around there, sure. 100 boxes of 30, so. 
Yeah. And that's yeah, yes, I have 3,000 Pokemon. No, I am totally with Will. Like, it is so easy to fill up those boxes fast. If you could pay to have more storage in Pokemon Bank on top of, like, the, the standard 100, box, 100 boxes, would you do it? Oh, I would definitely. I, I don't like to get rid of Brejects. They're my precious babies, and I need to keep them. So I have, like, I think I have, like, six boxes full of, uh, like, the little fire guy that's not fire yet, the birdie, Fletchling. Fletch, yeah, Fletchling. Oh. I've got like six boxes of Fletching because I did a contest once and I was going to give everybody perfect IV uh, Talon Flames as the prize. And well, that takes a lot of work. <laughs> Isn't it if you just make one, you make them all? No. No, because the most you can get when breeding from your two parents is five of the IVs. One is always going to be random. So at the best possible odds you have is one in 31. Mm. All right. I suppose. Maths. Uh, some more news here is the, this is for our uh, Perth listeners, is the Pikachu edition new Nintendo 2DS XL, because Nintendo is very excellent at naming things. Let me say what that console is one more time. The Pikachu edition new Nintendo 2DS XL, that's the name of the console, will be released in Europe, uh, I think Al lives there, and Australia. On January 26, 2018, the same day as the 3DS release of Pokemon Crystal, which is some other news here, this special edition of the new Nintendo 2DS XL is yellow and features Pikachu design on the cover. Who would have guessed it? Uh, It was released in Japan in November, on November 17th. This did not come to America, right? Wait, is this a new Pikachu design? I haven't seen the design. It's just it like, like not like face. the uh, Pikachu 3DS that was out before. No, it's similar, but it's not exactly the same. Yeah, it's like all it, yellow. Here's what I want to know. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. My, my commentary is not going to be as interesting as you think it is. I'm trying to like look up a picture, and I'm just coming up with the old Pikachu 3DS. When I looked at it, it almost looked like pikachu's nose on it was like yes it looks like it's raised like just weirdly the nose like is it actually raised up or is that just like a trick of the light in the picture they took and also it does look raised yeah it looks raised yeah it really does and that it looks kind of weird because it's not like oh this is a mouth and nose shape it's just like here's a random oval in the middle of it (laughs) (laughs) well it's kind of i think the pokeball one that was like the one that came out earlier the 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 button was also raised. Yeah, the button was raised. And apparently, apparently the internet was freaking out. And I, I'm freaking out because apparently you could actually press the button. Yeah. Like it didn't yeah. do anything, but it was a button you could press. And that's magical. And that makes sense. Well, now but you like, can press Pikachu's nose. <laughs> I mean. And mouth. It's just for bipping. It's for bipping, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Micah, Micah has the the Pokeball 2DS XL, and I can confirm you can press the button. It does not click. It's a very, like, spongy button. Oh. Mm. That's so oh, that's cool, disappointing. though. It doesn't do no, it. As not. someone who... I like, I like to hold trivia fact. My 3DS has, like... I have two little... I, would, I guess you can call them tiny little plushes attached, like as a key charm attached to them because I use it to because the 2DS is just slightly too small for my hands so I use it to hold on to so I don't like accidentally pop my game out or something because I'm trying to grip it too hard <laughs> I don't know that from personal experience it's fine but I have like these tiny little plushes so like I'm used to having something in my hand when I play that is soft 
So like, I can see how like just playing with that could be like very appealing in sort of like a physical stimulating way. But also I can see how that would totally put people off. And also it's not really necessary. So mm. unless like the Wi-Fi antenna is hidden under there or something. I don't know. Could be. I don't know why it would need to be. It never was on any other 3DS. This is new. So just as a, a quick point, the Pikachu one is out in America. So. I don't think I've ever seen it in or a his? store. Yeah. yeah, me either. And I've been looking. So they just kind of like, apparently they just tossed it our way and we're like, eh, they'll figure it out. <laughs> I, see, I see the Pokeball one all the time, though, in like Target or Walmart. Yeah. I think that one is much more visibly obvious as to what it is, whereas the Pikachu one, you actually have to, to care. Whereas buying one of these 3DS or 2DSs, sorry, I don't think it's going to be someone that is actually you know, someone who plays Pokemon all the time, except if you have ridiculous amounts of disposable income. I think it's more going to be, oh, I so have iPhone users a child or a these? grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> I have a child or a grandchild. Do they like Pokemon? That's a Pokemon thing. I'll buy it. Whereas it's not very obviously Pikachu unless you're quite far into Pokemon, I don't think. Well, speaking of being into Pokemon, Pokemon Crystal will be released on the Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console on January 26th in North America, Europe, uh, I believe where, that's where Al lives, Australia, and Japan. Uh, Pokemon Crystal was originally released for the Game Boy Color in Japan of 2010 and in the West in 2001. It is the Not enhanced... 2010. Not oh, sorry, 2010. 2000. 2000. Uh, it is the... Uh, in 2001. It is the enhanced versions of Pokemon Gold and Silver, which themselves were released on the 3DS Virtual Console in 2017. It will be compatible with Transporter, of course. You can send those Pokemon to Pokemon Crystal directly to Pokemon Bank, where they can be moved to either Sun, Moon, Ultra Sun, or Ultra Moon. Who would have guessed? Not, not Ultra Moon, just, just the other three Gen 7 games. <laughs> the Virtual Console release will support communication via 3DS's local wireless communication. It can be, it can trade and battle with other virtual copy games of gold, silver, and crystal. You can also use the time capsule function to communicate with Virtual Console versions of red, blue, and yellow. That's actually really cool that it communicates with the other Virtual Console old Pokemon games that you've spent Nine ninety nine on each. In this, okay, so you guys have to let me know if this is uh, if this is a big deal or not. I think people think this is a big deal. In this version of Pokemon Crystals, player can encounter the mythical Pokemon Celebi after entering the Hall of Fame. In the Japanese Virtual Console release, entering the Hall of Fame, when the player enters the Pokemon Communication Center, they will be given something called the GS Ball. Which is used in a series of events to encounter Celebi. They did something to the Western release because there was some mobile Game Boy adapter to obtain the GS Ball. It has been stated that only players can encounter Celebi after the entering the Hall of Fame. That being said, is this the only way to get Celebi now at this point? Unless you get a release, yeah. First of all, <laughs> most importantly... I don't know why you think people won't be excited about this, because Celebi is adorable and important. <laughs> and second of all, Will, do not thumbs down me. <laughs> Celebi, I will fight you. Meet me behind the Taco Celebi Bell at midnight. Celebi is no Victini. Let's be real. I mean, Victini's really great. You're right. But also Celebi is great. But second of all, 
Now we know why they were talking about the GS ball in Ultra Sun and Moon. Either that or it's a coincidence. No, nothing is a coincidence. <laughs> nothing in the there are no coincidences now. Let, let me have my conspiracy theories. I mean... For those... For, for everybody who was freaking out about that, there you go. Here's the answer. You could get Celebi last year from GameStop, right? It was one of the 11 mythical. Yeah, yes, because... Yes, but I tell you what you... Sorry. You're, I was just going to say, because they released all of the yeah, mythicals. Yeah. Like, it wasn't special. It was just like, here's the first one. Actually, it was the second one, because me was first. I tell you what they didn't do, though, last year. This, if... Obviously, we aren't 100% sure about this at this point because they could have changed something in the game or in the transporting process. But if they've not changed the game and they don't filter it out, this will be the first time in anything since Gen 2 that you can get a shiny Selby. Oh, yeah, I think I heard that too. Because you can soft reset for it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that was the only Celebi that could be shiny, um, although the odds would be uh, one in... 8096 and there's no way to reduce those odds um but because it was only available in japan so only japanese players could get it but also because you could never move from gen 2 up there was no way to get a shiny celebi until now past the gen 2 games how many how many twitch streamers do you think are going to be resetting for shiny celebi Oh, it's going to be painful especially I mean, as you can only get it once you completed the game so if you want more than one enjoy that well i know what i'm doing next <laughs> well also the nice thing about crystal is it's the first game where you can play as a girl that's the first time they asked if you're a boy or a girl yes playing as a girl is fun and important I've n- i never played shout out to all my poker sisters i never played crystal Me either what what dude crystal was like the biggest most important moment of my childhood <laughs> i was like 12 years old when it came out, and also I mean, bullied in middle school when it came out. <sighs> I mean, I was also a bullied child when it came out, but it was really cool. Like, I cannot express to you guys how exciting it was to be able to play a video game and actually be a girl in the video game. As a girl, that was like the most exciting, most important thing in the world to me, even at that young of an age. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you. <sighs> I'm judging. I'm sorry. I don't think anyone's trying to say that that is not important. I think it's very clear that that's important. No, Um, I don't think anyone is. I'm just, I'm disappointed that you're not as excited as I am. That's all. It's fine. You brought it up. I'm excited because I get to play it. This is the first game where you could do it. I'll give you credit. I feel like I would be more excited for Celebi if I didn't play Heart Gold like a month ago and randomly get (laughs) Celebi in my version of Heart Gold, which was really cool randomly no so now i think i've well not randomly yeah, don't yeah make sure make sure you explain it properly because it's going to make it sound like it's just popped up <laughs> yeah where did that okay. come from <laughs> i have not i did not get the virtual console gold or silver gold or silver please explain to me what this means because as i understood it steve was just walking in the forest and all of a sudden Celebi popped out so like <laughs> no 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 so heart gold soul silver so when i got my capture card for my 3ds okay. shout out to everyone who did the GoFundMe for that. Before Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, I wanted to do a test stream to make sure everything was working. And so I put in my copy of uh, Soul Silver, Soul Silver for the Nintendo 3D, Nintendo DS. I was like, well, I don't know what I was doing in this game, but I'm pretty sure I haven't caught Mewtwo and I could catch Mewtwo. So let's go catch Mewtwo. And I went into the Pokemart to buy 
Pokeballs, obviously, to catch Mewtwo with. I don't think there was a Premier Ball in Soul Silver. Anyways. Wait, why are you catching Mewtwo in anything other than a Master Ball? No, because that's no fun. That's not mm. fun. That's what it's made for, though. <laughs> it's true. I actually don't think I have a Mewtwo in a Master Ball, which... Did you waste them on Golduck? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, well, I was looking for a Golduck, but I don't think there was Golduck in, in there. Anyways, somebody said, hey, you have a package in the Pokemart. So I had no clue, one, that the delivery person stands in the Pokemart, because I always assumed they stood in the Pokemon Center, because they do in the newer games. So I went back into the Pokemart, and I said, oh, uh, they have a Pokemon for me, but my my bo- my party is full. So I went back to the Pokemon Center, dropped somebody off, came back to the Pokemart, uh, and it was like, hey, I have Celebi for you. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> and I looked it up. There was... I think it was a, it was either a GameStop or just a Nintendo Wi-Fi connection event that happened in like August of 2011 or whenever, whenever Heart Gold Soul Silver had a specific Celebi event. So I did the event and then I stopped playing Soul Silver. So there has been a Celebi sitting in my game for <laughs> seven years. Uh, and I've redeemed it. I don't think I've, Actually moved it to Pokemon Bank yet though. Have you done the side story in Soul Silver when you get Celebi? No, I haven't done it yet. You should do that. Yeah. It's on the list of things to do with the millions of other Pokemon related things I have to stream. You don't have enough things to do, Steve. Come on. Yeah, I don't. More. <laughs> I'm judging past Steve. Yeah. I'm, I'm so... sorry, past Steve, but like, why would you just leave a Celebi there? I have no clue. I don't Look, 2011 or whenever Heart Gold Soul Silver came out, I don't remember much of that time. Well, no, it was the problem is Pokemon Black and White came out, and he got so excited to play those wonderful, wonderful games that he just completely forgot about Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Obviously, that's true. I'll buy that because Black and White were fantastic and wonderful games, and I love yes. them a lot. So I can understand why people would be very excited about them. What In what other games could you Steve. ride on a Ferris wheel with strangers who might possibly be hitting on you? <laughs> That's, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Official now. This is our last bit of news. It could be spoilery, but it is official, so we have to talk about it. There are new Pokemon in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Oh, dear. TPCI has officially acknowledged them so we're going to talk about them because they have been acknowledged officially they're real now they are real so the pokemon center has officially promoted a pokemon called ultra necros necrozma necrozma i don't know how people say strange name and and apparently it has an exclusive z move uh and they have also shown a new pokemon called i don't know how to pronounce this so you guys can correct me Nagadandale? Isn't it like just like Nagandel? I, yeah, I, I don't have it written in front of me. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's just like Nagandel, Nagandel. Nagandel, I think is it. Nagandel you know, makes you know it sound like a the... Hagendas or something, an ice cream. <laughs> no, this isn't Haggis. This is about food. No. Hagendas. Hagendas. It, it sounds like something out. <laughs> It sounds like something out of the Lord of the Rings, to be honest. No, it sounds like Na- uh, one Neg- of the monster hunter Nagan- monsters, Najarala. Wait, wait, wait. What? Naganadel. 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 
Naganadil. All right, we got oh, there. Oh, that's a nice shiny. Oh, sorry. Okay. Naganadil. <laughs> you you can get a shiny Naganadil. Did you know you that? You can, and it's yeah. it's really nice looking, you guys. What does it look like? It's really what? nice looking. It's a uh, black and yellow. Oh, okay. It's like golden. a bee. It's golden. Yeah, it looks. It's yeah. Did you say it was it's black beautiful. and gold? Is like I would wasp. say it's black. Is it blue and black? black and gold. What was the dress? I don't remember. No. Wait, Steve. If you start talking about that dress, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> I do not want to hear about the dress. But it's all, it always comes back to the dress. No. 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 no we're moving on. No, it doesn't. Next Pokemon. Next, next Pokemon that's new that officially exists now. Those are the only two. It says Ultra Necrozma is a new form of Necrozma introduced in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It is a psychic dragon type with a unique ability called Neuroforce which increases the power of moves that would be super effective. I think there's already an ability that does this. They just renamed it. Uh, Necrozma can change into this form by performing an Ultra Burst, which uh, requires it to hold an all... I hate words. Ultra Necrosium Z. Boy, uh, it has an exclusive <laughs> Z move called Light That Burns the Sky, which it can use if it knows Photon Geyser. Uh, the Ultra Beast. Hold on, let me go back to chat because they did uh, Naga Adele. Uh, I said that wrong. A codenamed Naga UB Adhesive is the evolved form of Poiple, which I'm really Poiple. good at saying. Both which were introduced in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Boon. It is a poison type that has the ability Beast Boost. Uh, Poiple is the only Ultra Beast that we know of that can evolve. So that's a thing. It's also really cute, which is more important than the fact that it involves. Yeah, when I evolved mine, I got real disappointed because Naga Nadel is not cute anymore. No. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's a little bit cute. It's just not as cute. It's not nearly as cute. It's no Rabombi. No, it's not. I will say, though, I kind of really like the design of Ultra Necrozma. I like it, too. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I know a lot of people do. I thought it was really neat in the game because, spoilers, I'm sorry, you encounter it in the game. Um, what? <laughs> what? It's not a distribution? <laughs> Surprise! Sorry to shock you guys. But it kind of, I kind of liked it because it looked almost like in motion, it looked kind of like it was breathing. I don't know. It looked almost like its body was a little bit fluid. And I was like, oh, that, I don't know. It reminds me of plasma and it's very light and plasma. I don't know if any of that made sense, but that's how have I you felt. Ever, have you ever used a Pokemon called Dragalge? Because Dragalge. very similar movement, very similar movement. Mm -hmm. That's a good also buzzword. dragon type. Fluid. I would say that I agree with you. Necro Ultra Necrozma looks like it's overflowing with light and it's trying to like keep that light in a shape and it's like slightly not doing that uh and yeah. i think that's what makes it look cool agreed i think we need somebody to develop a table that's like the viscosity of pokemon the viscosity of different pokemon <laughs> from the most viscous to the least viscous i thought you i thought you were talking about an actual like physical table and i was really confused well i mean no like wait you mean like a table you would eat off of well, this is the thing. I thought you were meaning like a table that's the viscosity of Ultra Necrozma. What? <laughs> like, that would be very useless. Oh, dear. It's late. <laughs> so, I heard somebody say, or somebody was, I don't remember where I saw this, but pretty much 
the statement was, why are so many Ultra Beasts poison type? While I'm not sure if that's 100% true, I did notice that a lot of Ultra Beasts are both po- either poison and or steel. Celesteela, Kartana, Shakataka, Shakataka, I don't whatever, however you say that. Why can't you <laughs> say stack attack uh Stack Isn't that attack-a. how it's said? Stack attack That's all it is. It's a stack of things that attack you. Stack attack Okay. Stack attack Oh, just, I, I have a new list of frustrations this week. Good. Because <laughs> my drive from D.C. to South Carolina, all I listened to was Hello from Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon episodes back to back. And I just, like, dangerously <laughs> kept writing a list of frustrations. Are they all at me or are they at the other party members? 90% you. I mean, I feel like, I feel like as a general rule, Steve is the most frustrating pe- person on the podcast. Good. This is true. This is true. And I, I say most that in the most lovingly way possible. All the Ultra Beasts are either poison type or steel type. Obviously, there's exceptions to that, but it makes sense. There are a lot of exceptions to that. I don't that, think there's Steve. a lot of exceptions. There are, there are two, three that are poison, there are two that are steel. Mm, aren't there? There are three that That's are steel. It. You've still got one, two, three, four. You've still got five, six Ultra Beasts that aren't either of them. <laughs> poison, steel, steel. Wait, what's the other steel? No. Oh, the two new ones are poison and steel. All fairy... I'm, well, my point I'm trying to make is fairy Pokemon are weak against steel, and all the guardian Pokemon are fairies. True. They're also weak against poison. Yeah, poison and steel. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you're saying is it's almost as if the types of the Pokemon reflect the fact that there is a rivalry between the Tapu and the Ultra Beasts that yes. is canon lore in the games. Yeah, it's like they kind of thought about it. I also think it's like weird, or not weird, I think it's cool that like the, the some of the Pokedex entries for Pokemon, like I think Feromosa is one where it says, this Pokemon is actually really common in whatever world it's from. It's like the Rattata of... The Ultra world. The Rattata of wherever Feromosa is It also has a really nice shiny. A lot of the Ultra Beasts have really nice shinies. And you can get them in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, yep. They exist. Well, that's all I have for news. That was some beautiful news. Do you want to do a couple emails and then we'll do our Pokemon of the Week? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Sounds good. We're not going to do a terribly long show just because it's the holidays. We're going to read 35 emails, guys. Yeah, you know, he always says it's not going to be a long show, and then he reads, like, the most it's controversial too- email ever, and we have to, like, UN it for, like, six hours to try to get to some sort of peace accord. <laughs> as soon as I say it's not going to be a long show, it becomes instantly an hour longer. Correct. Uh, this is from Matt from Chicago. Hey, SBJ, Will, Al, and the other gang members that come through now and then. That's Al. me. Al, you were included. Yes. Uh, I, was, I joined your Patreon on Slack as soon as I learned about your whole situation. I only regret not joining, joining sooner. Uh, the Slack is very addictive. Anyways, I'm a few episodes behind, currently working my way up, and I was just wondering, do you guys have any user info on any upcoming Pokemon games for Nintendo Switch? This is not the reason I pulled this question. Also, I should probably ask a Pokemon-related question. So if you were a Pokemon chef, what food would you cook for your favorite Pokemon? I'd like to make Luxray a hot dog sandwich. Sorry for the longest email. Matt from Chicago. 
Is this question literally only being asked so that we could start the hot dog sandwich debate again? Apparently, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen because we're not going to debate it. And we're just going to talk about delicious foods that you would make for your favorite Pokemons. I think, like, if I had a little Cyndaquil, I would get it. I would, I would like chop up, uh, what are those things they get from West Virginia in the ground? Coal, pieces of coal. Uh, Onions. Um, Well, no. Cyndaquil doesn't want onions. Cyndaquil wants little coal kibbles. And I chop them up real small and he'd like just nibble on them. Like, do you ever see that video of the otter with like the bowl of food and it like just takes a piece of food and put it in its mouth and it's like so happy? If you haven't seen it, look it up. It's a great video. But that's what my Cyndaquil would eat little coal bits like that. That was too cute. I approve of this answer. Uh, any anyone else have cooking suggestions? Um, see, I feel like I feel like I don't. I think a lot about what Pokemon eat in the Pokemon world, <laughs> because in the anime, is it something that keeps you up at night? It actually is. <laughs> I have stayed up at night because, like, in the anime, literally, like, almost the only things you ever see them eating are like Pokemon pellet food. You know, no, like no, the no. same and pellet berries. food that. I'm not done. That was a comment. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Pokemon pellet food of various colors, donuts, and berries. So, like, and I'm pretty sure donuts was only in, like, the Hoopa movie because Hoopa likes donuts. So I guess I would feed my favorite Pokemon Hoopa donuts because I know Hoopa loves donuts. But, like, for any other Pokemon, I don't know what they eat. Like, I don't know what their nutritional needs are. Like, I feel like... How am I supposed to know this stuff? Like, I don't, like, it's a, is it like, are they like dogs? Like, can you not feed certain Pokemon chocolate or they die? You know, like, like, are there plants that Pokemon will die if they eat them, but not all Pokemon? Like, what do plant Pokemon eat? Like, I just, this is, it's very confusing. I, I worry soil. about this a lot. <laughs> plant Pokemons Light, eat soil. Soil, sunshine. Yes. <laughs> I mean, plants don't eat soil. They get nutrients from the soil. But anyway. Same thing. So my my problem with this question was that as soon as the first sentence happened, I thought, so Pokemon, if you're a Pokemon chef, I was thinking if you were a chef serving Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> so I can't get that That's out of my disgusting. head. So I'm just, I'm thinking of what, how you would prepare certain Pokemon. A, light, a lightly roasted slowpoke tail with a side of fresh Oddish salad. <laughs> <laughs> How delicious is slowpoke tail? It's so good. You don't eat I like it though. Mine. You just I suck like at mine. it. I like mine bone in. I know. I know. Like Steve does not like. He he gets boneless slowpoke tail because I mean. And let's be honest, boneless slowpoke tail is pretty much the same thing as chicken nuggets. But I think the bone adds extra flavor. So stop spreading misinformation. You don't eat slowpoke tails. You just suck on them. But they, they they still have to be seasoned, marinated, sautéed, stewed, however. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Before this stream started, because I was running late, I made a pizza, but I didn't have time to eat the pizza. And it's like five feet away from me. And now we're talking about food. <laughs> and I'm staring at my lunch that I can't eat. So, like, <laughs> let's move pizza. on to the next question. My All cold- right, next question. Jesus. <laughs> Next question. Uh, this is from Alex, dear SBJ and crew. I recently moved from Houston, Texas to Cypress, New York for school, and I've been experienced dealing with snow for the first time. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, 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 stop. 
Syracuse. Syracuse. Syracuse, <laughs> All right, New York. Good. Good. We got there. Uh, I don't know how you Northerners put up with it every year. At least it's given me a ex- good excuse to get under the blanket and play lots of Super Mario Odyssey and Ultra Sun. Anywho, I have a non-Pokemon question for you. Would you rather have the power to move at super speed or the power to slow down time so that normal speed looks like you're moving at super speed? Alex. I mean, that's that's obvious. Slow down time. I mean, because with super speed, you can just go places really quickly. But if you can slow down time, you can also do extra stuff. Right? So not everything can be done quickly. Because if you do some things too quickly, it'll wear things out. Whereas if you slow down time, I'm assuming if you're touching something that it doesn't slow down. So it's like, what was that? The film Bernard's Watt or whatever it is. Um, where if you're like in a car, right, and you, you slow down time at that point, the car doesn't slow down. So then you can drive really quickly. Whereas if you're just going fast, then the car doesn't come with you. <laughs> well, Al, when you assume you make an ash out of you. And uh, me. I agree with Al. But. Poor Al. Here's the thing. <laughs> And this is something. This is a perspective I can only give to you, children. Uh, as you get older, time moves faster. It's it's really uh, because the percentage that you have been alive uh, is just greater compared to the amount of time that's passing. You would want to be able to slow down time because when you're at my age, you just want more time to actually accomplish things, and time just keeps moving faster and faster and faster. So that's the correct right. answer. But are you not? Are you? You're assuming. Right. Sorry. As, as, assume, how would you say assume then? Assume. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> Al, Al. Uh, assume. Assume. There is no Everyone H. Stop. You say it fine, and it's okay. My favorite thing in the world is listening to people not from America try to talk <laughs> like an American. When I was talk, with talk like an American. <laughs> I will never do that again. Speak like I, um, an American. I'm so sorry. When I was with Mark, who's f- one of our mods in Twitch and uh, in Slack. Poor Mark. Uh, when I was in Mark in with when I was with Mark in Boston, he has a very Australian accent, of course, because he's from Australia. But he would like stop yes. what he was doing and try to talk like we would here in America, and it was the greatest thing in the world. So, like, when Al was just trying to say, assume, like, an American, I loved it. Oh, right. Anyway, as I was saying, (laughs) you're assuming, Will, that you don't age at the same time as you would expect to if you were slowing down time. Because I'm I'm assuming that time, everything other than you slows down. So you're still aging relative to yourself. So actually, in the real world, you're aging quicker. It's not about aging. It's about perception of time passing. So you'd, you'd still want to be able to slow down time, which is basically just your perception of the passing of time so that you would have more time. But you're not going to die later. That's not, it's not, not about, it's, it's just about being able to get things done, <laughs> having time to read a book. I haven't read a book in about 22 years. So you'll do more in a it. day, but you'll have less days. So that's fine. I would probably choose neither of these options because I am fine at the pace of time as it is. <laughs> but I would like to have a Hoopa who could transport me places with its rings. Okay. That is my answer. All right. But you can't just Travel choose also, option. <laughs> also, just, just got to think outside the binary. Also, I'm just going to say 
As someone who lives in snow, trivia fact, it snowed again this week and I'm very upset. I can't even remember the name of the person who wrote in because we've been talking about this for so long. Alex. Alex. Alex Thank from you. Houston Hi, Alex or Syracuse. Hi, Alex from Houston who's now living in Syracuse, New York. The best you can do is put on a coat and drink a cup of hot chocolate. I believe in you. You're going to make it through this. I don't believe in coats, but we'll move on. <laughs> I, you, don't, you, you, don't... Do, you do know that Syracuse are the hated rivals of Georgetown. Right. Well, now you do know. Yeah, basically. I was polite uh, enough. We'll do, we'll do one more email before we go to Pokemon of the Week. Uh, this is Dylan from Muskegon, Michigan. I actually think that's where Travis used to live. No. No? Maybe no. they said they lived outside of or near Muskegon. Uh, oh, well, actually, you know what? Maybe because I know they were near Grand Rapids. Is, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is Which I think is point. near Muskegon. Uh, okay, so there's a link here at the beginning, but uh, uh, Dylan writes in and says, Hey, SBJ and crew, I really love the podcast. I've been listening for almost a year. Just wanted to share some news I recently read about hot dogs and sandwiches. Link at the beginning. Also, a uh, quick question. How do you guys feel about ice Pokemon? I feel like they are very misunderrepresented and could use some love. It seems that they aren't. there aren't many strong, fast and their typing weakness leaves them underwhelming. Do you think that there are any changes they could make to help them get more benefits? Maybe changes to hail. Again, love the show. Hope everything is well. Uh, and the link is, uh, it's hot-dog.org. And it's, uh, Washington, D.C., November 6th, 2015. And it just talks about how, uh, how hot dogs could be sandwiches. You want me to read the okay. the U- USDA regular regulatory no, definition? I can I can tell you immediately that this is false because the DC like we don't have a st- we're not a state obviously so we can't have a state food but like the DC food is the half smoke so we don't have hot dogs in DC at all to bother with we have half smokes. So anything anybody in D.C. talking about hot dogs is obviously this is just falsification. <laughs> What's a half smoke? <laughs> That's a very good question. There's been a lot of debate. Sorry, foreigner here. <laughs> but I think the closest and clearest definition I've been able to get down to is it's half pork, half beef, smoke, beef smoked sausage. Delicious, I guess. Come to D.C. and have one. Sandwich closed. Product must contain at least 35% cooked meat and no more than 50% bread. Sandwiches are not amendable to inspection. If inspection is requested for this product, it may be granted under reimbursable food inspection service. Typical closed-faced sandwiches consisting of two slices of bread or the top and bottom sections of a sliced bun that enclose meat or poultry are not amendable to federal meat or poultry inspection laws. Therefore, they are not required to be inspective nor bear the marks of inspection when distributed in an interstate commerce. Okay, so first of all, (laughs) y'all meat eaters think that only sandwiches can be made with meat. First of all, wrong. False. Hi. Vegetables Uh, exist. When did did someone say that? Well, Cheese that, sandwich? That de- that's not meat. That definition just said 35% meat, fifty no more than 50% bread. But That's, that's a closed, a closed oh, yeah. sandwich. I, a closed I sandwich. offer in argument 
that meat is a generic term meaning the edible portion of the body of something? a meal item. He's filling it's, the word you're looking for. No, 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 no. Because, like, if I were to open up a grapefruit, right? I could say the inside part of the grapefruit is the meat of the grapefruit. And that's not an incorrect term, right? Because that's the edible part, it's the inside. Uh, you could say, like, the meat of the apple is the inside, you know, the part that you eat, not the seeds, not the stem. But so meat is a generic enough term that it could mean non flesh. Human, human flesh. Oops, <laughs> just revealed too much. Um, whoa, whoa, human. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. We all have okay. our traditions. Cannibal sandwiches aside, that is not wrong. Are you? Don't don't fall over, Steve. Uh, cannibal sandwiches aside, that's not wrong, but also. I feel like an official definition is not the place for using words that you define ambiguously. Like, uh, have if that you makes met the sense. U.S. government? <laughs> I mean, just because they are that way doesn't mean I'm okay with it. Second of all, more importantly, my official stance on this entire situation is: whatever you call a sandwich is a sandwich. Go for it, guys. Do you? Let me tell you about uh, open sandwiches. They must contain at least 50% cooked meat. Sandwiches <laughs> are memorable only if they are open-faced sandwiches. Products must show a true product name. Example, sliced roast beef on bread. This regulatory policy is in no way alters the department's presence policy with respect to caterers who include meat sandwiches in their diners. Okay, I have another question. <laughs> What's an open sandwich? Oh, open Is face, that not just open a slice sandwich. of bread? No, no, with, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, what? It's like a slice of bread, and then you put all the stuff that you would put in a sandwich on top of it, but then instead of putting another slice on top to make it a sandwich, you just... Usually they, like... That's... Just that's don't. not a sandwich. No, no, it's an open face sandwich. Yes, it is. Like a Monte Cristo. It's a thing. Right. Wait, no, it's a Monte Cristo. If you have... <laughs> if you have... <laughs> Which is the one that's like French bread with ham on top. In the Oxford English Dictionary... What? That's is that a Monte Cristo? Are you thinking Eggs of Benedict? Croque Monsieur? No, 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 no. Because that's, that's toasted and it has two slices. Okay, so third of all, third of all, it doesn't matter how the government defines a sandwich because a definition can be different than like the practical use on the ground among the people. People power. All right, are you ready? A Monte Cristo is a fried ham and cheese sandwich, a variation of the French croque monsieur. So I've had it where it's like ham and turkey and Swiss cheese on top of French bread with syrup. It's delicious. But it's normally served open sure. face. But yes, you, you would normally do an open face sandwich if you wanted to put like gravy on top so that it wouldn't be, be able to be picked up. Why are you putting gravy on your sandwich? To make it saucy and delicious. I think this is a cultural difference. Let's, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, did you guys just... want to talk about the ice Pokemon here? Okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. First of all, ice Pokemon are wonderful and I love them. When I did my Egglock in X and Y, I took a Vanillux all the way to the Elite Four. So they're the best. And they don't get as much love as they deserve. Who, who is the best of all ice Pokemons, in your opinion? Who is the best all ice Pokemon? Of, well, no, of the Wait. ice Pokemon, who would you select besides Kyurem, who obviously 
outshines them all, <laughs> lives in another dimension. We don't need to bring him up so that other people might have some options to be considered. <gasps> Let's pull up a list of ice-type Pokemon. You don't know off the top of your head. You're right. I haven't memorized every single ice-type Pokemon. I'm the worst. Uh, Alolan um, Sandslash is pretty good. This is true. This is true. Snowy but Cast form is pretty cute. Alolan Ninetales is not ice-type, correct? It's Fairy Steel? Is it no, ice? it is. No, it's, it's ice, ice type. Yeah, it's ice. Mm, that's tempting. I don't know. Oh, cup shoe no, is pretty my, great. My answer is smoochum. 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 I don't think smoochum is ice. Oh yeah, it is ice. Excuse me, I am the one who just looked up the list. <laughs> I know. I'm reading it off Bulbapedia. Ice psychic. Smoochum. Smoochum is the best. Do you guys remember that episode of the anime with smoochum? And it was like the movie star who's like. His, his, I don't know, who are the handlers for movie stars? What are they called? Uh, agent? His agent was like, you have a tough guy image to project. You can't be having this Smoochum Pokemon. And so he's like trying to run away like, no, I love Smoochum and I'll always be with, that is a cute cat. I'll always be with Smoochum. <laughs> and then Ash, I don't know, the gang shows up. I don't know what happens, but more importantly, the actors like in the end the actors like on stage and like all of a sudden he's like i have to save my smoochum because team rock is trying to take my smoochum and like the whole audience is like whoa this is an amazing show because they're dumb and don't realize it's actually someone trying to steal pokemon anyway this is not going well i'm sorry more importantly at the end of the movie he's like all right all my crowd and adoring fans i love this smoochum and i may be a tough guy but i can still like cute pokemon and then everybody just really loved it and the smoochum got to be a movie star with her owner, and it was really great. There Best is, story I've ever told. I say there either needs to be uh, more ice Pokemon, Cryogonal or Rotom Freeze. Those are good too. True. Mine would be Avalug. Avalug's great. Speaking of ice Pokemon, yeah. Will give us our Pokemon of the week. All right, our Pokemon of the week is Delibird for the holiday that some people holiday. Delibird is a red, penguin-like Pokemon with white hollow tail. Its face and chest are covered in white feathers with two three-pointed crests above its eyes. Black markings surround its circular eyes, and it has a light yellow beak and feet. There is a single white spot on its stomach. Its feet have two digits each. Delibird carries food bundled up in its tail. It normally gives stored food to its chicks, but has been known to share its food with humans stranded on icy mountains. Delibird's signature move, Present, allows it to carry special items in its tail that may cause damage or heal its opponent. Delibird tends to live in mountainous regions, making its nests over sharp cliffs. One notable area of the world is around Mount Everest. Which is a real place in the Pokemon world. Yeah, sure. Uh, the origin of Delibird, uh, let me just go through that. Um, aspects of Delibird's appearance appear to come from the Rockhopper Penguin. However, its red and white color scheme, its ability to give presents, and the appearance of carrying its sack-like tail is likely to have been derived from Santa Claus and possibly the White Stork. Delibird may have also been inspired by Puffins, which are penguin-like birds that still have the ability to fly. Puffins are cute. Delibird is one of the few Pokemon who can learn TM moves when it learns fewer move, fewer than four moves by leveling up. The Pokemon Ultimate Handbook incorrectly states that Delibird is a legendary Pokemon. Delibird has Insomnia as a hidden ability. 
Although it already has access to Vital Spirits, another ability with exactly the same in a battle effect. Delibird is the legendary Pokemon of our hearts. The Pokemon Ultimate Handbook came out in October of 2008. Not so ultimate anymore then, is it? Oh, they have a lot of errors in this handbook. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well researched. Okay, so it was never the ultimate then. <laughs> a plus source. The error pay the error section of this Bulbapedia page is longer than everything else on the page combined. That's fantastic. Miss D likes uh Delibird Shiny. I do. Delibird Shiny. So regular Delibird is white and red, and Shiny Delibird is the white is still white, but the red is more of like a pinky purple color. It's really cute. I like it more than regular Deli Bird, but that's just my opinion. It is pretty cute. Well, I think uh, I think that's our episode. Wait, here's here's just quick thing, right? <laughs> nope. The sack, the s- yes, with Deli Bird is that part of Deli yes, Bird? Yes, that's yeah. its tail. Oh, that's really great. No, it pulls the tail is hollow. Out of it. Yeah, it stores stuff. It's just hollow, and it stores stuff in it. So, does it store stuff, or does it create? No, no, stuff? no. It stores stuff like that. It picks up, and I it's mean, like, let me put you in my tail. Its sack is attached to its butt. No, that's not how. <laughs> okay, tails let's not use the word work. sack now. <laughs> that's not how tails work. <laughs> and most likely, if it's a bird, it has a cloaca. So that's a whole disaster in its own. <laughs> I don't know what just, else to call it besides a sack. It just, I feel like it must, and maybe this is just me projecting onto Deli Bird, but it must be so awkward. Because, like, if you have stuff in your tail, you have to hold it closed at the end. So, like, you have to, like, poor Deli Bird has to, like, has really, really short legs, has to, like, waddle around, like, awkwardly holding its mm, tail around mm, its mm, side. Mm. Deli Bird like, flies. Deli, that was in. Pokemon okay. Sun and Moon, okay. Overworld Here's Sprites. a question. Here's a question. Okay. So I had to answer my own question. I was going to say, like, how does Delibird fly if it only has one wing to fly because the other one is holding the tail shut? But then I rem- remembered that Pokemon just float for no reason. It's a Pokemon, so, like, it exactly. Matter. It's got Poke powers. In the hit game Pokemon Channel, Delibird does <laughs> fly to your uh, side door and deliver you your your packages that you ordered off the as seen on tv channel that's really cute that's really cute okay but like logistically i'm just i'm just concerned <laughs> that deli bird's flying around and like maybe doesn't have a good grip on the end of their tail or something and like packages are flying all over and like people are being no, hurt no, 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 slash no. helped now if it's healed, if it's going like, like <laughs> distance flying or something like that it'll it'll just tie it off it just like it gets a little piece of twine ties it off and says you know good to go well okay i'm gonna choose to believe that so i can sleep tonight so there you go does it tie it off or is it self it could be self uh nah, no 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 i think it has to like just use a tool, tie it off, good to go. <laughs> tie it off. Maybe, maybe it, uh, maybe it has like a rubber band that it keeps with it. <laughs> you know how like some people with long hair they always have a ru- or like a ponytail or a rubber band that they keep. Oh yeah, heck yeah. Maybe Deli Bird is We're- just very well prepared and just rubber bands off its uh, sack and uh, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are all these wild deli birds 
getting hair ties from Steve. Scrunchies. They use scrunchies. I don't know. Maybe they okay. Give, where are all these wild deli birds getting scrunchies from? Maybe they gift themselves scrunchies. They're like, you know what I want for Christmas? I want to gift myself a scrunchie okay. and then where, bloop. Where do the human-made scrunchies come from, though? No, these they are natural. This is these are naturally thieves. No, these are naturally woven scrunchies from pokeberries or in berry scrunchies. Yeah. Okay, so what you're telling me is that the Delibird Society really just needs to like get on marketing that stuff to humans. Or maybe <laughs> instead sure. of throwing around gifts. Or maybe they can't gift themselves gifts. Obviously, I'm sure Santa Claus can't just give himself a gift. But maybe Delibirds gift each other Delibirds gifts. So this Delibird's like, hey man, I lost my hair tie. And this other Delibird's like, hold on, buddy. And it goes, bloop. And then like poops one out of its sack. <laughs> and then it's like, here's <laughs> Merry Christmas. Wait, why can't Santa what? give himself a gift? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand where you got I this. I have so many problems idea. with what you just said. <laughs> I okay. That, I think that's our episode. <laughs> yeah, let's let's stop talking about Delibird culture that we know nothing about. So we have a Patreon. It's up. Uh, if you're watching the Twitch stream, it's up in the corner. But if you are listening to the podcast version, this was streamed live on Twitch. So hopefully uh, we did not compromise the audio for you and it still sounded like a normal episode. Uh, Miss D, where can they find you on Twitter? I am at Miss Delaney. It has two L's. And Al? I have changed my Twitter what? username since the last episode. So I am now at McInky or MC Inky. Oh, okay. Inky the that, Pokemon. That, that Pokemon, it's, yeah, it's yes, Inky. Inky. Which is an Inky. A plus Twitter handle. Why, thank you. I can't remember who suggested it, but someone in Slack did, and it's fantastic. It is good. Maybe, it might have been Aiden. I can't remember. Shout out to Slack. Will is, Shout out to Slack. <laughs> Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake, and if you haven't done so already, we're like two, two reviews. I'm throwing Silas here. We're like two reviews away from 800 reviews in iTunes. So if you could please leave us a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it, that would be great. Our one of the goals for 2017 was to get to 800 reviews before the end of the year, and we're almost there. Yeah, I think that's it. Everyone have a happy holiday. Uh, did did Hanukkah start? Is that a thing? Does Han what? Hanukkah's ha over, dear. Okay. Happy belated Hanukkah. Happy belated Yule. Happy belated Winter Solstice. Mm -hmm. Happy Happy Christmas, I guess. Happy Kwanzaa. I guess Festivus. Festivus? I don't know. For the, is what Festivus do people over? do? Is that today? I I don't know. I think that's today. I think Festivus is today. Where's Micah when ha you need him? It's too late. By the time they hear this, it's too late. That's true. Happy belated yes. Festivus. Festivus is today. A, f a festivist for the rest of us. Uh, what other Me. holidays? Did we miss it all? I think I did a pretty good list. And Hogmanay. That, that's not a real holiday to uh, Europe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think that's it. Uh, if you're hanging out on Twitch, uh, we might answer one or two questions, but this is the end of the podcast. So um, what was I going to say? Uh, happy Deli birthday. <laughs> This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super, super effective. Super ice-type effective. Linda Hunt. 
It's Super Effective was created and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. Logo and artwork were also created by me. The music at ISC was created by Nicholas Burgess. If you enjoy ISC, consider leaving a review in Apple Podcast or just tell a fellow friend about the show. ISC is my current job right now, and I need all the support I can get to keep doing it weekly. If you'd like to support ISC, you can do so on Patreon. You can support me by heading over to ISC.cash. For as little as $2 a month, you'll gain access to our Slack community where you can battle, trade, and chat with other trainers. And for $5 a month, you'll gain access to our bonus anime podcast. A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Albert, Mason, Kay, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening.